It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, live from the Racing Boys studio. Todd Surprise producing the show. Kirk Elliott sitting in with us as he does each and every Monday. Welcome to the show. Hey, Marie. Hey, Caleb. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we've got, uh, man, to be honest with you, uh, not a lot to talk about right now uh, when we talk about um, the uh, the amount of motorsports content that we have to talk about today. So, anyway, I... I I can't hardly hear myself a little bit there, Todd. Can you crank me up just a tad? There you go. There you go. Perfect. All right. Um, anyway, um, so just so you know, it's a slow time of the year for motorsports, isn't it, Kirk? Yeah. There's no race. This is the first weekend we've had all year where we didn't have any racing going on. What are we going to do? Nothing. <laughs> what can we talk about today? Um you know, uh, PRI, Marie said uh, the PRI had some great interviews down there. We saw a bunch of great interviews down there at the PRI show this last weekend. Um, a lot of good stuff going on down there. I had a lot of fun over there, Kirk. It was saw a good. lot of people? Saw a lot of people. Um, definitely a social gathering, for sure. Um, I, I did come home on Saturday and uh, left you know, during the show and left a little bit early. So um, I didn't spend much time down there on Saturday, but uh, it's all good. So how about, uh, Kirk, how about your basketball team? You got annihilated this weekend. Oh, you? you had to bring that up. I did. You? Oh, my God. Did you get destroyed? Yeah, the Hawkeyes killed us on Thursday night. In Iowa City, that was not right. a close game. It was similar to the way Kansas drilled Missouri on Saturday. Right. Same type of ball game. We were just never part of that game at Iowa, just like Missouri was never part of the game at home against Kansas. Right. Yeah, that's for but sure. But I thought maybe you might bring up our old quarterback, Brock Purdy. Had a great day with Man. the San Francisco 49ers. That That's kid? what I thought you Kirk is up gushing with. about his quarterback well, with the 49ers. Well, isn't let me tell you, that yeah. kid, He's he, not has, too bad, he has a right to be because yeah. that kid came in there and uh, he, he let them up. Did you see Dad on the sideline crying? That was the coolest yeah, shot. Yeah, and we've got to know the, both his parents for four or five years. They've been pretty visible in and around Ames when he played for Iowa State. So we know his parents, his mom, pretty well. And, uh, yeah, it was great to see them celebrate Brock's opportunity to get into the game after Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Right. Uh, he got into the game last week and performed well against the Dolphins. And then yesterday against Tom Brady. Beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Did you, not only beat him, that? it was 35-7, to seven, right. the final score. Tom didn't have a good day Listen, over there. Tom Brady Did is – Did not have a good day. Tom Brady, in my eyes, I don't know if anybody else thinks the same, but – I think Tom Brady's done. Yeah. He's 45 years old, or 46, 45, 46 years old. If he had old. all the elements that everything working perfectly around right. him, he'd be okay. Right. 
it's like me and Kirk were talking about. This is the NFL, man. He doesn't it's, have Gronk either. You don't have all your everything. Everything's not working right. exactly right. It, it The age will catch up to you. Father time has never been defeated, first of all. Right. But that team's got some problems aside from just Tom Brady. Most definitely. I, <laughs> I, I like Brady. Tammy. She says, uh, uh, happy Monday, boys. Uh, how about my 12-1 and Philadelphia Eagles? Exactly. How about that? Best team they killed them again they, yesterday. They are they? the best team in football maybe right now. Without a doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Top to bottom, special teams, coach, everything all the way across the board. They're a really good team. So, uh, Todd, uh, you and I were talking a little bit before we went on the air <laughs> about our Kansas City me Chiefs. And Kirk were yelling, and I was yelling at Kirk. But yeah, me and yeah, you, 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 were, you were acting as though the Chiefs lost yesterday. Right. They won. They they won, but they lost a lot of respect on. Just I don't know, man. You just. You can't play down to your opponents like the way we do on some of these games. It's just really it, tough it, to see. It, it's funny about how the Chiefs play. When when they play a really good team, they get up for that those teams. I mean, we've been beat. But by, when they play a team that's not so good, they play to their level. We were up twenty-seven to nothing, and and we let these guys back get in. back this in is, the game. You got to put your foot on their throat and put this team. This team was ready to quit. You saw that. They're guy. about ready to fire their coach, aren't they? Yeah, and you saw the guy, the the guy who scored the three touchdowns. Finally, heck, he was screaming. He bumped the umpire. I don't know why they didn't throw a flag on that. He ran up and hit that umpire. Right. Uh, why did? That's what I don't understand. He had his helmet off, and he bumped the and he bumped the official and didn't get a flag. So the, the and the official looked right at him. He did, and after I, he bumped him, and I think the official thought that he thought maybe that guy was running and looking and accidentally act, running, but into he him. didn't. No. He ran to him. He he ran to him in, on purpose and ran into him. He did, and the he people, should have been disqualified well, from the game. He right would have there. been, yeah. And they said he'll get the he'll get the obligatory uh, envelope in the NFL this week, right? Because you think he did that on purpose? Yeah, no, he did. No, he, no he, doubt. He, sur- he ran right over to, to and bumped right into yeah, him. Yeah, the people on the NFL Network this morning even talked about how that was an intentional. And he probably wouldn't have been in that game if right. <laughs> for all that. So yeah, because he was flipping out at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, he was losing his mind. He lost his marbles, man. He what he, was that guy's name? I uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, it'll come to me, man. But he scored three touch. He had three touchdowns against us yesterday. So we better know who he is. So. Right. They're a very good defense. Let me see. We went into this. Everybody talked about the Denver's defense is one of the best in the league. We knew that this was wasn't going right. to be an easy game. But the fact that we went in and put twenty seven up on them real quick, like. That's what made me upset was this is a really good defense, and we, we were up, and then we let them back in with a bad offense. And I don't know about you, but you saw Russell Wilson. You, you, had, you had some uh, harsh words about Andy Reid, didn't you? Well, he, he just – he does – he tries to run on every – he tries to outsmart every play every time, and you can sometimes when you're up that much just run the ball. We were really moving the ball on the ground yesterday. Pachinko, both of our no, oh, number ten and number one, both were averaging really good runs per per you know. But I, Judy tried, was his name, that, that receiver, yeah. And and that kid, man, three touchdowns, had a hat trick, and thank everything. you, Caleb. So I mean, like you said, that that game, it was a frustrating game. I flipped twice back from that game to the Kirk's game and watched some of Purdy playing. But the uh, highlight was uh, 
Yes. Patrick Mahomes has figured out another way to throw a pass. Obvious. That flip pass that he had was that crazy that the way touchdown. he flipped that pass? It's like, oh, a, like a half alley oop to. It's almost a Magic Johnson how you would underhook to James Worthy and then in the bucket. That was what it reminded me. <laughs> to me, doesn't it seem like that Patrick? Had a he just had a terrible day yesterday, didn't he? Three he, he, interceptions. Yeah, he was really good, and then he lost concentration. I think he loses his concentration a little bit when they're up, like they get. Right. His concentration is pinpoint when they're close. The game's close, so they got to come from behind. Uh, when they get up, I wish we could just run the ball a little more. Caleb says it was so ugly, it was pretty. Three interceptions, I normally get you beat, but. The Broncos' offense is so bad. It is. Yeah. And then they you, were able to survive. And how much do you think that helped when uh, 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 Wilson, Wilson went out of the game with that concussion? Hold on. Second straight quarterback. That was a pretty – did you I see didn't... it when they when they zoomed in on his face when he was laying on the ground? Well, you, see you could tell that he had the crap knocked out of yeah. him. He was he was spun out. Yeah, you he? knew right then there was right. concussion protocol at yeah, play. Absolutely. He he. You've seen MMA guys look like you've seen that look, right? That far distant look right. of like I'm not. And what I didn't like was them pulling him to his feet so quickly. I did not understand why they picked him up to his feet really quickly. Even my wife was watching that and she said, No, 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 no. no, no. no. Don't you should yeah. do that right there. Right. Leave him on the ground. Um, let him get bit. his senses get his about mark. him a little bit. Yeah. And he had a big knot oh, on his head. Did a, you see he, that? Yeah, he got a he got a. Oh, thump. that was a nasty one. So yeah, the look on his face uh, said everything. Tell everything about you need to know. Yeah, like I, I doubt he plays this. No, week. he won't be able to play this no, week. Uh-uh. And with his, if I'm him, and all the crap that I've been getting from everybody out there, I'd take a week off too, right? Like. Hey, I'm hurting a little bit. I'll be back next week. That was his best game of the year. It was. So go out go out on a top. You know, he 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 stuck his head like he he went for that first down and that touchdown. That's what he was going for. But right. did you did you didn't you think anything different because that's a rivalry game? Oh no. Right. I the Broncos it. were certainly gonna get up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Yeah, it's just we had them so down. Fourteen times in a row we've beat them. Yeah, yeah. and we had them. Is that crazy? Since had, 2015, they haven't beat us. I think that that coach would have been fired after the game yesterday. If uh, we about had, that I like what Pete says here. Pete says, "Home, Mahomes is the Harlem Globetrotter of the NFL." He, he does. He, he and you know, let Andy Reid. He lets him do that. That some co- coaches would not allow that kind of. Backyard basketball football playing, you know, because that's kind of what it is. Who was the Who was the quarterback that came in and played for uh, Wilson? Yeah, um, I can't remember the guy's I'll name. Pull his name up. Number four. Yeah. That's all I know. And oh, he's and he, he's um, he did pretty good though. He, Caleb said that, and he's related. To, uh, his uncle was the quarterback for Rippin. Uh, Rippin is his name. That's yeah. it. And yeah. his uncle is Mark Rippin. Did you know that? Who was the MVP of Super, Super Bowl twenty six for the for Redskins? Twenty six. Yep. And we're on 50. How would you remember that, Kirk? I just remember that. Yeah, Kirk can pull those old dates. It's so weird. If people don't know. Kirk Elliott Kirk is Elliott a, can... a master with dates. When Joe Gibbs, his last Super Bowl win. Oh, there you Mark go. Mark Rippon was that, a quarterback. That's, that's right. He was. That's, I forgot about right. that. Right. But that's amazing. Kirk can pull. Oh, it was his last. Was that the last Super Bowl yeah. that Joe Gibbs won? Uh-huh. Right. It was. Wow. As a coach. Uh-huh. Doug Williams won, won one Joe year. Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Three different quarterbacks. Uh, uh, Doug Williams was one of them, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. The second one that he won. Right. Yeah. 
And Joe Theismann was Joe the Joe Theismann first. and Mark Rippon. So one real quarterback and two others that were just decent quarterbacks and a good coach. Right. I was going to say, did you see the end of that Cowboys game? Oh, my gosh. The, the Cowboys were losing the game to the lowly Houston Texans, and they pulled it out. Pulled it out right at the last second. And and I thought there was a chance that they were going to lose that game, and there was another one that was literally a close game, and I thought, nah, it's not going to be, and it turned out to be a good game. But most of the games yesterday were not – I don't know. There wasn't a lot of real. You know who might be the hottest team in the NFL right now? The Detroit Lions. Isn't that crazy? You do not want to play. They only lost that one game to Buffalo on Thanksgiving Day. That's right. That they should have won had they played it right. Uh, They're a hot team. They're hot. And you know, Detroit man has never been good though. And but you, there's no NFL team in the league right now that wants to play. That wants to play them. I can guarantee you that. Tammy just said, "Lovey Smith blew that game for the Texans." He did. He did. Yeah, it was it was a bad look. And they got a turnover down there, and they couldn't punch it in. No, and they gave Dallas a Uh, chance. Came uh, back 98 uh, yards to score and win the game. Just so you know, we're talking a little bit of sports here because. There's not a lot. There's not a lot going on in motorsports right now. That's what right? we all watch this weekend. Right. Yeah. So we talk about what we what we did. Right. I watched a little MMA. Did you watch any of that MMA? I did? didn't watch any of it. Did yeah, you watch some I, of it? I watched the prelims, but I don't own any ESPN Plus or anything like that. So I didn't. Do you guys? You don't own any ESPN Plus, do you? I've got ESPN Plus. Do you really? But I didn't see the MMA. Of course, you, but it. Kirk, you know, he has to watch all the college games. But yeah, and that's the only way you can Kirk get some of those. Kirk is obsessed with college yeah, football, yeah. And, and that's the only way basketball. you can get some of those games is ESPN Plus to have that. If I knew, if I knew you were going to talk MMA, I would have watched one yeah. of the fights. Well, I watched, like I said, the prelim was on ESPN two, I think. But I watched, I watched some of that uh, on social media this weekend it was pretty good some pretty good i i want to talk to tammy just a little bit here for a second tammy who do you think is going to win the voice because i know tammy likes to watch the voice who do you think is going to win do you think you know i'm a little blown away um i i I don't know if omar is going to win it you know i was I was shocked that Omar was in the the four people that had to sing to to make it into the uh, the final five. I was surprised by that. Me personally, Tammy, I think I think Morgan Miles is going to win. Uh, are is anybody else surprised that? Bryce Leatherwood is still in The Voice. Tammy, are you surprised by that? Because me personally, I'm a little blown away that Bryce Leatherwood is still in there. I don't know. He's a country guy, and I think a lot of people vote for Blake's team. And I think that's why he's in there. What do you think, Tammy? Um, Are they down to the, this is the final five, you said? Down to the final five. One more show or two more this shows? This is the final two days. Tonight and tomorrow night is the finals for uh, The Voice. Monday and Tuesday night, yeah. season finale. Yeah. And, and then you'll did, find out who the winner is. Then do they have like a big show like they used to do on the other ones where they have all the old contestants back on and they all American sing Idol. stuff? I watched that show once. Yeah, I used to watch that back in the first couple seasons. You know, I, I don't know. Let me ask you guys this. What is your favorite? Is America's Got Talent, American Idol, 
or The Voice? Which one is better? Do you watch? You don't watch any of those shows, no, do you? No, I. I, I mean, I you know, I'm you. a little surprised by that, Todd, because you're such a uh, yeah. a, a, a music guy. I would think that you would watch that for sure. I just <laughs> this can make me sound bad. Right. I some of the people that are always on those shows is judge like America's Got Talent. All the I mean, not America's Got Talent, but um, the original singing show. I hated all those judges. Randy Jackson was the only one at the time that right. I, you know, had any credibility yeah i mean the other guy i mean paula was paula and she was a dance person and i got it but it was more it just kind of came off to me kind of like like a i don't know like a high school talent contest kind of wasn't thing. randy jackson on the old american idol show that's what too? i mean yeah okay Ran, so that's what i'm saying like when i used to watch i i did watch that back my least day. favorite show of all those shows is america's got talent yeah see now i watch because they just bring in a bunch of weirdos Weird, on there yeah. you know and i mean I, because you it, i me personally i like to watch people sing yeah i don't want really want to watch people do juggling acts and all that yeah. kind of stuff no i'm right? not i i've seen it i mean i maybe if People haven't seen that kind of thing already before. I've seen that. We right. grew up on That's Incredible. You know, our, when we were kids, we had like That's Incredible on when we were kids. Right. Real talent and weird things, you know. But I'm like you. I, I, I tried to watch that America's Got Talent thing, and it just kind of reminded me of like, you know. Uh, the glor- Gong Show is what it reminded a me glorified, of. Like, Do you remember The Gong oh, Show? Oh, yeah, that it. was a funny show. And, and see, I like The Gong yeah, Show. What was, what was the Chuck guy's? Barris. Chuck Barris. And it turned Chuck out Barris. he was a CIA operative and stuff. I mean, you ever seen that movie? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. He was a whole. Chuck Barris was yeah, a CIA, CIA operative? He worked for the CIA. He was a CIA agent, undercover. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, what they up. call the guy with the mat with the, the sack mat, over the his unknown head? comic. The unknown, the unknown comic. comic. And then and he, he got famous he from did. that show. He had yeah. Gene, mean, he had Gene Jean, the dancing machine, the black guy that would come out and dance. Yeah, it was a great show. I, I Star mean, Search is another show. Star Search. Yeah. When I grew up, what? See, I and that's why maybe what? Ed McMahon. Star Ed Search. McMahon. And you know, some people, some pretty famous people came out of that. And the reason why I like that a little bit better, it was less rehearsed. I like the little less. Rehearse stuff and the less right. um, show. I don't like the production. That's what it is. I don't like the heavy production. So on just some so of you shows. know, on Ed McMahon's Star Search, you know Beth Hart, one yeah, of my yeah, favorite blues was, singers, yeah. right? She went undefeated, yeah. had a perfect score for eight weeks, and had a 4.0 score for all those eight weeks, and she ended up winning Star Search. Did that's you know where, that? That's where... St- that's where I, she got her start, really. Sawyer Brown, that's where they got their start from. Right. Um, if you do a search of some of the people, the famous people from, you know, from that star search thing, there's some really famous people. I mean, Britney Spears was on. Was she on yeah, there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, really? I'm pulling up a picture no of kidding. her. Um, it's just kind of amazing to, you know, that kind of a show. I, and like I said, I kind of like that show more because it was more right real. Yeah, I remember that show. I, you know, they had a uh, a talent show in the state of Iowa. I grew up in the state of Iowa. Local television personality Bill Riley How about used that? to take this on the road. They'd come to our high school and high schools all over the state, and you would contend yeah. for the. You'd end up at the state fair, and that's where they would crown the winner. Really, and it was kind of it was a cool deal. It was not. All on TV. Some of it, the last stages of it was on TV, but to get it started, 
uh, Bill Riley would travel around the whole state, different high schools, and they'd have shows. We had them at our high school, and and you'd all uh, buy to try to get to the state fair for the for right. the finals, and then those shows were televised. No kidding. Yeah. It was a cool deal. That's pretty cool. You remember Bowling for Dollars? Love Bowling. Fred, I, I, Fred Broski, Bowling you know, for Dollars. And when I met Fred many times at the car yeah. things, but I went up and told him. Such a good guy. I, yeah, and I talked to him, got my Great pitch. racing announcer, too. Yeah. He was and a good racing his, announcer. And a good historian, yeah, racing yeah. knowledge. Great and, historian. And yeah. when I told him, I grew up watching you when I'd be homesick, and he said, well, you had to have been watching my reruns, son, because you're too young to be watching the originals. Right. <laughs> and I didn't kind of realize, you know, I had been watching. He didn't realize how old you were. Yeah, well, and I had been watching the reruns. You know, they we put the reruns on later on. Because yeah. I think he was, the original one, you know, was black and white even back in Kansas City when it first started. And it was all through the 70s. I mean, he, that was a popular uh, show. Uh, 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 how many of the people that are listening to this show remember watching Straight black and white TV. Yeah. Do you, I, I, were you old enough, Todd? Oh, you, you and I raise our hands. Yeah, I, we, uh, me I too, remember. Man. Yeah, for sure. We had. I remember there was just one color TV in somebody's in the family. I don't remember who had it. And then the next year we all got color TV. You know, but I remember everybody. My dad built a TV. Went to Devry TV College and built one of those old school console TV. Right. Fancy, and that was like. You know, the next step up, man. But You know, I, I don't know if you know this, but I used to repossess TVs. I remember uh, some of your stories just cracked me up. And I, I, those, not only do your stories, I, I have a friend who did the same thing, and he had to do that. I was in a rough neighborhood That's when he, I did it, too. He was in, He's in the rough part of Tulsa, and he said, it isn't fun. <laughs> and I said, I'm sure it isn't. I repossessed TVs, and uh, it was... Uh, hair-raising experience let me say I, I i had the worst neighborhood of all the neighborhoods because my my mom's friend maury hamilton owned curtis mathis tvs and we, they rent yeah, the tvs you remember curtis oh, mathis yeah, TVs? Yeah, I remember the commercials my oh, grandfather yeah. had a one of the first curtis mathis color tvs ever <laughs> built you know what they used to say about curtis mathis tvs the most expensive tv and worth it Oh yeah, that's what they had. That, that, that was, was that's how they advertised them. Uh, Curtis Mathis TVs. We used to go into the farm to Grandpa and Grandma's house because they had the color TV to watch all the shows on color. We didn't have a color TV at all. Yeah, you know, TV is a lot different than when we were kids. It's just a whole like, you, Kirk. Do you remember when we, when you were young, how much of the war they showed on TV? Yeah, a lot. A lot. And they'd show, I mean, just terrible scenes. The Vietnam mm -hmm. War? The Vietnam War. Yeah. It was terrible. Because back then, you only had like three stations <laughs> yeah. you could watch. The the networks, NBC, ABC, and CBS uh, stations. That was it. You didn't have any other choices. Right. Yeah, I grew up, when we go to my grandpa's, grandma's house had a house on the lake out there and about 100 miles from here, about 50 miles west of Topeka. And they only had, you had three channels, but they only got like two of them out there. In the, you know, so you only had like right. two. Where I grew up, there's only one station that came in clear, and that yeah. was uh, KFEQ out of St. Joe. <laughs> you know, and they were one of the last to go color, by the way. I mean, how about that? Um, and, and back in the day, 
there was only three channels. Yeah, that's what four, it was. Four, five, yeah, and nine. It. Yeah, you had three. You had three channels. And, and I remember when forty-one started. Yeah. Because yep. it, it, it wasn't 41 originally, it was 55. Yeah, and so... Channel 55. And then the big switch, remember, when Fox flipped? They went to 41. Fox used to be the other affiliate, and they moved... Four, uh, Channel 4 used to be the NBC affiliate. Yeah, they were right? the NBC right. affiliate yeah. for all those years, and they switched with 41. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, i got to talk to our listeners out there about our new show. You know, we're going to go to one day a week, and I'm sorry that we're going to do that because it's just so hard to do six days a week. But when we come back, I want to talk to the listeners out there and ask them what day they think would be the best day for us and what time would be the best day for us to do mostly motorsports here on RBN, the Racing Boys Broadcasting Network. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back with more Mostly Motorsports. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Country Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. 
One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back. Mostly Motorsports. So, um, it's so funny that we, we bring up some of these topics. Do you ever watch the, uh, the show, The Tales of the Territories, Todd? You ever watch that? I love that show. God, it's a good show. So that was a spinoff. So it was, you know, it was. The, the Rock puts that together. He, he he's got involved he's with He's the that. executive producer yes, of that sir. show. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson for even yeah. guys. So that was uh, behind the behind the mat and uh, dark side of the ring. Those were all the same people that put this together. So and now they have the dark side of comedy, comedy, dark side of the NFL, and dark right. side of another one. So it's this. It's kind of a docudrama. It, a lot of the stuff's right. true. Uh, some of the stuff is by the wrestlers themselves. So it's you're going to have to take some of the stuff with a grain so, of Todd, salt. Uh, speaking of wrestling, you were down there yes, at, at Kemper Arena when Owen, Owen Hart. Hart died. Yes, sir. Weren't you? And that's what I was just going to say. That I was. They had a thing about Owen Hart in the fall at Kemper Arena right. on one of those shows. Yeah. And I commented on that show's Facebook page. That you were there. That I was there. And then I had some guys from a show in Wales they to do a, a podcast that said, hey, would you like to come and do a podcast? It took me, I waited about a week and made my decision on whether I wanted to talk about it. And then I said, yeah, I'd, I'd come on and talk about it. And he said it's their highest listen to show other than somebody who is famous, like a movie star that they've had right. on their show. So it's their most downloaded podcast. Tell, tell me your memory of that night. Kurt. So so that that night, I mean, I was a huge wrestling fan. Been going to shows since I was a little kid, like I was like the, uh, they talked about here on the our chat room. And Kemper Arena holds what about twenty thousand? Yeah, people? and this would so. hold about twelve thousand for for wrestling. You know, they because the floor right. the floor is set a little differently. But I was a huge wrestling fan. Been going to it for years since I was a little kid. So uh, Kemper Arena had never hosted Kansas City had never hosted a pay per view event from the WWE yet. Was it WWF at that time? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And so there was, they had never hosted a, a, a live pay-per-view event 
at that time. And this is the first pay-per-view in Kansas City. Right. So I got my tickets. I got third row on the opposite side of where the camera would be. So the camera would be on my so side. So you were close was, to the stage. I was right there and and um, got there early. Had my The ring, I should say. Yeah, very right, close. Right. I mean, I'm third row from the ring, and you're right. just so. Uh, but I'm by myself. As you know, me and Kirk go to a lot of shows by ourselves. I have no problem rolling into a right. show by myself, and this is just one of many that I would go to by myself. And, yeah. And, man, I remember being there that night, and the, it was a huge event. This is a major pay-per-view uh, lots of big every when a pay-per-view comes to town on these kind of events the matches are longer there's been a storyline built up to this pay-per-view right and usually this is where the next storylines will begin after this weekend's over with and so right. this is the crescendo let's say for a couple months worth of tv time you know and man owen hart had a character and he was this guy called the blue blazer and he wore a superheroes outfit right it was his no, had a mask had a mask and people everybody knew who it was but they pretended like it wasn't him like right. nobody knew it was him and so we were there and it was time for his match his opponent was already in the ring come down um they were doing a promo on the screen right so it's him cutting a promo saying what he was gonna do to avenge this and all this kind of thing and then all of a sudden, I it's so it's real quiet in the arena. The only thing you hear is the the, the video board. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, you heard I heard I'm so close. I heard yelling, a yell. You heard him screaming heard as he fell. And he was telling the referee to look out, look out, look out. That was he was yelling, look out, because he was going to land on the referee. He, oh no, kidding! He fell 80 feet, 74 feet from the top of the rafters. Way up there, man. And when he hit, I turned. And he the, did he hit the ropes? He his chest hit the corner buckle. Ah, uh. he he would have died no matter what, but he died violently this way because right. his his it ruptured your his uh, the heart aorta. Oh no, kidding! He was bleeding out inside. He died before. Oh, oh my gosh. Was there a lot of blood? No blood. No blood. Unbelievable. He was blue. So he was called the Blue Blazer. Right. When he hit, I turned around. The amount of dust that came up from the ring. Because these rings get carried from state to state. Right, and they get a lot of dust. And there's a lot in it. And with the impact that he hit, the dust that I saw floating, and the the bewilderment of the referee, the other person, and and the video went dead, you know, went away, and he was laying there. Mm. Um, He sat up in the corner and then fell back into the corner. No kidding. Uh, they pulled his mask off, and he was bluer than blue. Blue. It was a co- ugly color blue. Wow. One that I had never seen on a person before. Wow. Um, I told the person that was next to me, he had three kids, you need to take the kids out of here. This isn't this part isn't, of it. This, this, isn't. Isn't, this isn't real. So he took them up. To, they were little kids. This is real. This is real. This isn't right. part of this show. The what I want everybody to know and what I told everybody in this on my podcast, they did not inform any of us in the arena. They never said a word about it. That he had passed away. Now, the home viewing audience, eventually, they came on and announced, we need to announce that Owen Hart had passed away due to an accident 
and they did it that night. And they it happened and it happened and they kept the show going because it's a pay per view. Obviously, you have millions and millions of people watching mm. around the world. It was the show only had two more. That's I don't think that was a good idea. It wasn't a good idea, but there were three matches left. Right? It wasn't like right. it was the whole night. It was three matches. The three main matches left. When he left, only people who knew he was dead were the people that were working on him. But you had to have the official word from Truman. They took him right. over to Truman or wherever they take him to. Um, they didn't tell us. This is before telephones. You right. understand? Right. I yeah. got a. We got pages. What year was that? Nine. Uh, I'd have to look that up again. Before cell phones. Before cell phones. I had a pager. That's how. Oh, that'll tell yeah. you what I. And I had to pick my. So I. <laughs> We didn't know anything about it until the show was over with, and we walked out in the parking lot. Channel 4, 5, and 9, and 41 were in the parking lot. That's how we found out. As that the, he, he passed. So some people that gave us crap or shit, I'll say, because yeah. I can say it here, right. that gave us shit for cheering and booing and screaming at the rest of the, the, the last three matches after what we saw, we didn't know. Right. We knew something bad had happened. I knew it was bad, but I couldn't say for sure he was dead they were doing compressions on him as they were walking out the door oh man i knew imagine if that happened in today's age how many videos yes oh yeah everybody would have it on video there's only one video it's locked up in vince mcmahon's and wwe offices and it's they only have one video of it him falling nobody has it there's not a still photo you can google search it if you do a youtube search there's fake videos of things that aren't really that right there's not one video of this that happened. And let me tell you, it impacted me for a long time. Mm. Um, you know, it was rough. May and of 99, is there, that right? That's it. That's it. 99. Over the top, over the Edge was the name of the pay-per-view. And uh, Owen Hart, they, had a, they did not have the correct type of gear that you would use to rappel down from anything. And uh, they settled out of court. Vince McMahon and his wife, and that's the end of it. There's no more. Nobody talks about it. It's erased from. They don't talk about it. They don't talk about it. Right. It's done. He died on May 23rd, 1999. Yep. In Kansas City. Crazy. How different is that? Say a driver loses his life at a racetrack. We've seen that yeah. many times, and they continue with the show. Yeah. They finish out the races. You, you, so you know I, how is how would that be different than and that's, what? And that's kind of how I looked at it. When I, as I start working with well, you guys, let, I, let me just say this about race car drivers. Race car drivers, as much as I hate to say it, I think part of the thrill of watching racing is knowing that drivers put their lives on the line when they go out there and drive these sprint yeah. cars, right? Well, more, isn't it the same here that Owen yeah. Hart put his life on the line I mean, and everybody but, knew but, it? But, but, but what I'm saying is, though, in motorsports, we know that when drivers strap into a race car, yeah. that they know that there's a possibility that they could lose their life when they go out there. Yeah. When you're a wrestler, when it's a staged event. You know you could get hurt. You know you could get hurt. And, and, they, and, get, paralyzed. and they get beat up a lot. And they get paralyzed. We've, there's a whole buttload of paralyzed right. wrestlers that have broken their necks in the ring. It don't take, don't take much for a 300-pounder if they land on their head to snap your little spinal cord. So there's a sh- buttload of wrestlers that are injured for the rest of their life. We don't even hear about them. Right. There's a bunch. Well, and, and on, uh, on the uh, territory, show right. you see some of those you guys that they those. talk about yeah. them how and you know to be honest with you th- those wrestlers 
the, it, it might, people say it's fake, it right? Is. It's fake. They know but what's going to happen. But, but listen, they punch each other. They're and they hit each other. You watch this? And they make it, they make it to where the, the person they're wrestling, it, it's, it's not completely fake yeah. because they get punched. Yeah, they're, see, there's they two, get hit. There's and, two, and they talk about Andre the Giant used to beat up yeah, people all the time. For real. Right? Like guys that he was. That he didn't like. That disrespected he, things. He and, didn't like Hulk Hogan. And he didn't like Rand, Macho Man. He hated Macho Man. Oh, he really hated he him. He beat up on Macho Man for real. And, and and I think Jake the Snake, he didn't like him yeah. much either. But you talk you talk about there's a, you know, that wrestling that. There's, there's, they, they have, you know, when you pull punches, you pull punches, but there's someone they're shoot wrestling and it's, that's legitimate. It's like, you get guys in there and it's like, look, we know what's going to happen with the victory and we know what kind of moves we're going to do, but guess what? You can take it as hard as you want. And that's kind of what these guys do, you know? And, and I, like I said, I'm not a giant, I, I'm not a wrestling fan like all these kids are now. I mean, it's a crazy world now, but, um, I did grow up on it. It was part of my childhood. And yes, we did have a show. In Kansas City, somebody asked there in the chat room there, uh, it was All-Star Wrestling at Memorial Hall in Kansas City, Kansas. Right. It was recorded on Thursday night and replayed on Sunday mornings. Uh, uh, Caleb says Martha Hart just allowed the new wrestling That's company, AEW, to yes. use his likeness For our, our, and name yes. things over him. Right? He, and it's the AEW, so it's their, it's the people that go against Vince McMahon, so that's the reason why. <laughs> so right, you know, right. and yes, they have an Owen Hart uh, tournament and everything, kind of like that. But yeah, it was um, that was a weird night, and I tell people all the time that you know I've seen a, I saw a guy get killed on a motorcycle down at the old Savon, down here in Kansas City. Oh yeah, on the, but on a Husqvarna on the whoop on the whoopties the ripple bumpy things right. Um, that was the first, and like I said, that's when I I you know that was devastating to see that when owen hart fell it was just something i'd never forget you know um the isle of man motorcycle race yeah, have you fact, watched that todd I, I believe, have you seen any of that isn't it isn't going on soon i my, uh, i think it's going on now yeah or, my, or recently it i've was got going a on. Nef- i got a cousin whose husband just posted a video of it this week i think the isle of man motorcycle riders are the craziest people in motorsports, does uh, anybody else agree with me with that? Because uh, they're flying through neighborhoods and they can yeah. hit houses and trees and whatnot, yeah. curbs and what have you. I mean, base jumpers—crazy. Those base jumpers and those guys are the only people that are nuttier than them. That's the only thing I can think of. Those guys, you're—you've locked in at a hundred and some miles an hour, right? You, right. There's no like hesitation. It's all or nothing, man. And they're—it's. I couldn't do that. You know, uh, Scotty Cook, he's just chimed in here. He said, Handsome Harley Race was the Grand Marshal at the Scotty Cook Door Banger Nationals. How about that? Do you remember that, Kurt? I do recall that now that you mentioned that. I yeah. think I, I remember Handsome that. Handsome Harley Race. So Harley- him and his wife hung out in the Suburban, and I went over there and talked to him for Did a bit. Did you really? Yeah, oh, it was cool. Yeah. Harley Race's son wrestled my, my brother in a, at a tournament at Piper one year, and he showed up pretty incognito Did he beat up your brother my brother my brother won uh it wasn't like a, it was just a regular That's, you know a high school uh, right. wrestling tournament but harley race got in and out of that building without anybody even though he was there and i was like that's amazing that that dude did that mm-hmm. you remember the old kaleidoscope building here in kansas city um 
It's a, a place where you would go down. The kids, the buses would take all the kids down, and it was a place you did artwork and everything. And it had a picture of Andre the Giant's hand in concrete and Harley Race's hand in concrete and other famous right. people. And you could put your hand in their handprint. All right. Harley Race was amazing, dude. All right. So, uh, listen, uh, we've got uh, most of our listeners that are our regular people that are on the, the show that listen to us every day right now. Um, unfortunately, uh, I, I'm going to announce it here today that Lucas Oil is not going to stay on board with us. Um, they've, been, they've been a great partner of ours for 12, 13 years, haven't they, Kurt? Yeah. They, they've been, but you know, there's a lot of changes going on at Lucas Oil, so we're not included in the 2023 plans. Right. So, so we're going to cut her back to one day a week, um, uh, just because the. It, 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 to to be honest with you, it, it it comes down to dollars and cents, doesn't it, Kurt? Really? Yeah. Huh? Would yes. you agree? It does. So. Here's my question to our loyal listeners out there right now. We're, we are thinking about Monday being the day straight off of the weekend. Does anybody have any problem with Monday being the day that we do mostly motorsports? Uh, this is my question to everybody. And, and, and not only that. What time of day should we do this? Do you want us to do it at our typical 12 o'clock start time? Or do you want us to do it in the evening? What is best for people out there? Would people prefer to listen to us during the day or at night? That's the question. What do you, what do you guys think? What do you think, Kurt? Well, I... My opinion is the morning or late morning, noon time, just right about the same time. So right. you can post the podcast as early in the day as possible. Yeah. But that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, we are working on a new sponsor, and hopefully uh, they'll come on board with us. Maybe even two. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe two in mind. Uh, just a um, good day, um, 12 o'clock. I, I that's uh, that's the first person. Ethan says twelve o'clock. Monday makes the most sense since the races are still fresh yep, in everybody's mind. Yes. Twelve p.m. works for me. Tammy says, and that you know that's what we were thinking. Monday's a good day because there's a lot of racing to talk about from the weekend, right. and uh, we can line some guests up from the winners. Right. That's what our big, right. you know, we were hoping to get these. And, and, and to be honest with you, we're going to expand the show. Yeah. It's not going to be one hour. It's going to be two hours. It'll be whatever we need. Or as long as we want to go. <laughs> if we well, have three guests. No, listen, when we start it, who knows when we'll end. That's right. Right. right? That's how podcasts are supposed we'll, to be. We'll right. end it when we're done. Right. How's that? Yeah. And that's what people, the advantage of, of these podcasts. But it, it, it's got to be a minimum of two hours, though. Well, I don't know. I mean. No, the reason I say that is, is because probably... We're probably going to have to replay the show on Saturday mornings, right? Yeah. And Saturday mornings is a two-hour show. Yeah, at least an hour and 55 or 45 or 48, whatever it takes for them to get their yeah. breaks in. You know, minus the breaks over there at 810. But that's I agree. A um, lot of stuff to talk about on Monday. 
Also allows you and Kirk to be able to head out, go watch some races on the Friday. That's well, coming uh, up. This is where this is and where it's going to gonna get. This is where it's going to get better, because Kirk and I now will be able to get out on the weekends and record interviews. Right, Kirk? Or, or line them up. I mean, or line them up yeah. or have get guests on. We can, right. We can line line these interviews up or right and we'll have plenty to talk about on monday but you were stuck behind this mic so let's say there was a race close you you still had to be here we had to figure a way out to be able to get this thing whereas this way you're able to go to if you have a race on friday night you can leave on your thursday and get out there on the friday watch it and be home for a Saturday. i just I, i like the monday thing i agree with everybody also with that that noontime there's not a lot of good stuff on the radio Right. On the podcasts out there, and there's not a lot of stuff on the satellite <laughs> at noon. There's, it's a good time for us. Well, it, it, the, the real big problem with what we do, trying to do shows six days a week, is <laughs> is that we can't get out of here. We're locked down. We're, we are constantly just locked into this studio. And it's a nice studio and lots of TVs, but you've got to be able to get out. We, we want to get out and see more races. You know, that's the problem. I agree. Like you said, I, I, you, I, when you committed, and it was a major undertaking to be able to pull off a show every day and then also our two-hour show on Saturday. And it's still going to be mostly motorsports with Scott Trailer. Yeah. And then now we'll have... No, 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 no. It's you, not going to be mostly motorsports with Scott Trailer. It's going to be mostly motorsports. With the racing boys. With the racing boys. Yeah. And, 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 and to me, to be honest with you, it's not really comfortable for me. I've been with this guy right here for 22 years on the air. That's right. 22 years. And it's not easy for me to work without Kirk. Kirk is... He's like my left arm. I don't. Have you ever watched the Howard Stern movie when Robin left? Remember when Robin oh, left? Oh yeah. And Howard said, "I can't do this. She's my right arm. Everything I do is because I talk to her. The show I talk to the listeners are through." And Johnny Dare says the same thing. Look, I can do the show alone. I can't do it alone. I have to have a person to talk to. And Turn talk. your mic up, Todd. That's what David's saying. And so that that makes sense. You know, when you're here and you're working, it, it it's tough to be able to talk that long by yourself to be able to six days a week. Yeah. Well, we've been with you so long now; it'd be hard to get along without right. you, Todd. Well, I appreciate Todd. that. Uh, yeah. But I, anyway, I was going to step aside. I'm going to retire, do all this kind of thing. You were going to do this five days a week, and uh, here I am lured back in. You know why? Because I'm having out. too much fun hanging out with you. So, right. Uh, I'm still. I still feel like I'm retired. Just like they what say in the movie. Now is just, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back, back in. Right. <laughs> but you know, to be honest with you, this is um, it's a pretty big deal for us to, because I wanted to do a daily show. Yeah. But, you know, in the winter months. There's not Slim a lot tickets. going on, right? Well, yeah, the first weekend just concluded with no races and, to talk about. And now we know what we're up against. <laughs> right. But that that'll that'll change here in another couple of weeks when the Tulsa shootout 
Well, when you talk to people, even like Steve Post and these people who do podcasts, they were even they were like, I can't believe you're able to pull that off. You know what I mean? Because it is. It's not an easy thing to have a show, a daily show. It's just not an easy thing. It's it's easier to do when you have races and things to talk about. Right. But the the problem is, is that during the winter months, this is what we're up against. Yeah, and that's why we called it mostly. That's why Scott, from the beginning, called it mostly motorsports because he knew Come this time of the year, we were going to be faced with this. You got you got to talk about other things, and so right? we have to have some other. And that's why we love having these people talk. But Give there are, there are plenty of uh, topics of uh, racing that, uh, and they'll be racing down below, we'll be right? Pretty about. soon, isn't that right? Yeah. Aren't they going to be down down under racing soon? Well, uh, there'll be some racing down under, and then we'll also have the shootout yeah. and the chili well, bowl. I said, come January, right? We're, we're set. I mean, but and end of December again, Kirk. I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, I might have to go to Daytona. I don't blame you. Well, yeah. Right? You might have to go to Daytona. I might have to go to Daytona. I wouldn't blame you a bit. I'd like I talked to you a week or so ago, you said, no, I'm probably not going this year. Now that we're not doing as much and you're able to go to these places i'd like to have my name on some of those things when you go to well, some of these places just tell them i, I could boys. take my camera down there and just can a bunch yep. of interviews after every night of the world of outlaws racing the all-stars racing i could sure. just i could just bang out a bunch of interviews right i say we do that we get the indie race that comes back again when it hits the midwest right i i know the guy from the is it, do they race at the gateway still or not at the gate, at there in St. Louis, at the dome, they did. If they did, they just week. just raced. No, I'm last talking about the Indy cars when they oh, race. Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, the owner, the owner that runs that track, he told us anytime we wanted to come out there and we just give him a call, we'd they have media. The first come. ever Cup race there, and that's right, early that's June right. Marie, Tammy, just to let you know, I'm going to come out to Pennsylvania. That's right. He this really year, talked about it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. I'm going to get in my motorhome, and I'm going to go out to PA, and I'm going to hang out there for about a week. Tammy, Marie, tell me when is the best time for me to go out there to PA? When would be the best time to go? Can you go out in the fall when the colors are changing and there's the racing going week on? week or what? what when, when should I go out to Pennsylvania and hang out for a week? Out there during the when the outlaws are out there, isn't that when when the craziness happens, too? When that madness kind of comes to town and the listen the Pennsylvania posse versus the outlaws. The best sprint car fans in the world are in PA. You know, I'm just gonna say it. They they're the best. They travel even the shoot even at the and I want to hang out with the. The, the Beer Hill gang up there on the hill, I want to have a couple beers with them. I want to hang out and just enjoy the races out there. Yeah, I need to get out there. Uh, Williams Grove Speedway is the only track I've been to out there. I know you've been to most of them out there. Port Royal Speedway is I want to go to Port like Royal. To I want to go to BAPS. I want to go to um, Sealings Grove. I want to go to um, um, Williams Grove. I got just, a World of Outlaw race scheduled for BAPS Motor Speedway yeah. this year. PA Speed Week is 10 races in 10 days. There you go. And the tracks are no further than 90 miles apart. Cool. That's right. perfect. Oh, that that's, would be perfect. That's what you need right there. What, what is the date of that, Tammy? I want to say June, isn't it? 
Is it June? I try to remember when uh, PA Speed Week says. <laughs> Steve says, can I ride to PA with you? I'll bring the bourbon. <laughs> That's good, Steve. Um, look at the schedule and decide. Uh, Kirk, are you looking that up? Uh, I'm looking at when uh, Pennsylvania Speed Week says. I see, yeah, Brent Marks won the championship last year. Uh, trying to find what the dates were uh, from this last year. It's in late June, early July. Late June, uh, early that's July. That's what it was this past year. And they raced at Williams Grove, BAPS, Grandview Speedway, Port Royal, uh, Lincoln Speedway. So a lot of great racetracks out there. Late June and early July is when Speed Weeks was this past year. So I would assume that would be the similar dates that they would have set up for 2023. I think that's going to be on my list of tracks of the Speed Week to go to. You pulled something up there, Todd, that uh, may have that up there. No, that was that was last year. That, that was, was last that year. was this year's, yeah. the one you were just talking about. So uh, I'm are, not sure they uh, established. No, the they have not for next year. But I went right to their site. I, I want to get out there and hang out with the fans in PA. That's what I want to do. And I, I'll get a little two wheel dolly, Kirk, to take my car out there with us, so we'll have some wheels when we get out there. That would be the way to do That's it. That's the way yeah. to go. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm looking at the uh, World of Outlaws schedule for 2023, just uh, checking to see where the Pennsylvania races are this year. Wednesday, May 10th, they're going to be at Lincoln Speedway, Williams Grove Speedway on May 12th and 13th. And then they head back out there in July for the uh, Summer Nationals at Williams Grove Speedway. They're gonna, that's when they're going to be at BAPS Motor Speedway on Wednesday, July 19th, followed by Williams Grove on Friday and Saturday, July 21st and 22nd. And then uh, in the fall, the National Open will be Friday, through Friday and Saturday, September 29th and 30th. And the weekend after that at Port Royal Speedway on October 6th and 7th. So that's when the Outlaws are going to be in Pennsylvania. Man, oh man. I, I, I'm going to do it. I can't wait to get out there. That will be such fun. I, I just can't wait. She says there's a lot of bourbon drinkers out there, me included. That's what uh, Frog said. Um, it wraps on... About Ju the 4th of July is when it wraps up. Okay. Yeah. That that would coincide to when the Speed Week was this past year. Right. That would be fun, wouldn't it, Kurt? Yeah. Yeah. And the other uh, week I'd like to go to that I've not been on is the Indiana Sprint Week for the non-wing cars. I would love to do that tour one day. Mm. Maybe this year. Uh, that is usually in the early part of July, middle of July is when Indiana Sprint Week is, but that's a, that's a tour I'd love to go on. I, I think that's two things that we need to do, Kirk, Indiana, uh, Midget Week, and we need to Indiana do Indiana Sprint Week, Indiana Sprint Week, yeah. and then we'll do the, uh, we'll do the, uh, PA, PA Speed Week. There you go. Yeah. Wing and non-wing. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about that? 
That'd be great. You go to Pennsylvania first. You know, the, we're going to have to get a new generator in the motorhome if we keep I, our motorhome. Yeah. So, or buy a fifth wheel and get a truck. Yeah. What would you rather do? Would you fifth rather keep the truck. old girl or would you rather get a, 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 a fifth wheel? Fifth wheel on a truck. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, so PA Sprint Week would be in late June, early July, and then after that would be the Indiana Sprint Week. It gets that on the way home. Is it I'm on not, the way home? Well, if, if you go to Sprint Week in Pennsylvania first and then come back through Indiana on the way home, you can catch the non-wing cars. I'm not exactly sure what the dates are for Indiana Sprint Week, but I know it's after Pennsylvania Sprint Week, hmm. usually in July. Right. All right. Well, that sounds like a good time. I'm looking forward it to it. It sounds like a plan. It is a plan. All right. Well, so let's just keep it open. I think Monday is the day. I'm just thinking in July, you can add the King's Royal weekend. Oh. With all of that. When is the King's Royal? Middle of July. So you go to Pennsylvania for the PA Speed Week, late right. June, early July. Right. And then you come h- back h- to Eldora on the to way. go to King's Royal Weekend. And then you hang around for the Indiana Sprint Week for the non-wing cars. Well, Kirk, that means... How about that two or three week span? Kirk, that, that we'd be gone a long time. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's the whole idea, isn't it? Right. You could do the podcast from the road, though. It ain't that hard. Sure. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. So we need to. What we need to do is go to Liberty RV, trade our motorhome in for a fifth wheel, or, or a tag for that matter. It could be a tag trailer. It doesn't have to be a fifth wheel. And then we just uh, just buy us a pickup truck. Head up and down the road. It's it's only money, Scott. It's money. It's only money. It's only money. Hmm. Uh, Indiana Speed Week. Uh, sprint week is July 22nd through the 30th. Perfect. So you got you got the PA Thanks, Sprint Billy. Week. Thanks, Billy. I appreciate that. You got the PA Sprint Week in late June, early July, over the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. And then uh, you might have to add something in between that and the King's Royal. I think the King's Royal would be like the week after that or two weeks after that. Then you have Indiana Sprint Week after that. And then, of course, you're into Knoxville. You're into August, and then Knoxville. How am I? How am I? I, I'll probably never come home. (laughs) And, of course, we feel like we're at home when it's at Knoxville in August after being on the road that long. But that sounds like a great summer to me. Uh, Billy said, oops, sorry, it's July 21st through the 29th. Yeah, well, that's that same time period. So it would be after King's Royal. Uh, and between August at Knoxville. Right. Perfect timing. Sounds sounds like a good time to me. You go to Pennsylvania first and then work your way back home. Right. With these other events. Todd, we might have to zoom in. Well, I, I found a <clears throat> I found a, a pretty cool little broadcasting streaming thing that they sell now for Taking these podcasts on the road, not very expensive. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to show you this. You thing. know what we could do? Uh, uh, Kirk and I could get two different podcast units 
and you could we could be on separate cameras mm-hmm. and just have both of our faces on the screen at yep. the same time. We could do that. And it's not like we're doing it every day. No. We're, we're, you know. Right. Just that little week, couple week blowout. But they do have a portable podcast thing they make now. It's pretty cool. And, and what we could do is we just can a bunch of interviews that's and just play them. Most Absolutely. definitely. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. Because that's what we're trying to do is get stuff you can't get. I right. mean, <laughs> that's what the whole thing is about this. We did our other show, you know, we're still doing it for 20-some years. But it, we all know how hard it is to get somebody to come on at 8 a.m., to do an interview we've been doing that for 22 years and, and, it, and it's, it's tough it's tough it i mean and, and we appreciate everybody and the worst part is trying to find somebody on the left on the west coast you can't it, you know how early it is out there so and, and we would still have steve post and leon yeah no right? we'll have all our regulars yeah. And, yeah no doubt but no i this is why you want to do this and so you can have the access to all this stuff that you couldn't do before and, and that's the biggest thing we'd love to get more interviews on our on our show that's what we're looking for this is one of the reasons you why know, I wanted to retire. I wanted to go to some of these races. You know, exactly. if I get out there and start going to races, I might never come home. Well, like you said, you got to make up maybe for the, <laughs> the year that you were home. <laughs> you right. Make up for this year. Well, like you said, if you go out on the road, then like you used to do too, though, you pick up, you can go see some concerts while you're out of town. And oh, things like man. That. And that's always the funnest, you know, when you're out of town and. You know me. I'm all. I'm all about the music, Todd. Yeah. Well, I tell you, as I'm, you are. How I'll, great a summer would that be? That would be great. I mean, like you said, you find you a concert or two between all those gigs that you're watching, right? And and, and uh, I mean, you know, live music's back and going again, man. It's. I, I I was talking to you earlier about when we came on that show in Chile, or that metal show down in Chile. Unbelievable amount of people. I had never. It's been a long time. Giant mosh pit. Wasn't I, it? It's just a long time since you've seen that many people and doing music and in a live venue. And I miss that. I don't know. I, you guys were never really in the mosh pit kind of thing. Never was around until later. So, so. did it begin no, to get listen, out of control in Chile? I saw. I saw Kid Rock. Yeah. At Memorial Hall. I that. The first time that he about ever played at Memorial was, Hall, and it was about a crowd of three thousand people. And the mosh pit was pretty intense that yeah, night. Yeah, I was. I've seen some mosh pits, but see, when you're when you go to um, other co- other countries, it's just a different. I don't know. I'll pull it up and just let you look at it, just to let look you know what it what crazy. It, it it's just um, it's a different atmosphere, and I don't know what to tell you if you've never been to a real metal show. Look this at that! Look at that what, mosh pit. This is kind of what happens. Oh my goodness! And look, there's three pits. Oh my goodness! If you get down in the middle of that it's pit, scary. you might get beat up. Things it's get out of control there, Todd. Very well. And they're out they of control. Can. They can, but these kids look out for themselves a little bit, right? Kid gets knocked down, they pick them up. Um, but the enthusiasm—I mean, there's a band playing right now. Like I'm saying. Let me pull, I'll pull a little audio up. We don't want to get in trouble, but. So it's a metal band, like you said. It's Pantera, and if people don't know. Pantera. The guitarist and the drummer are both deceased now. Dimebag. Dimebag, Daryl right. 
Daryl Abbott and his brother. Daryl was killed on stage. Just we talked about. Kirk talked about that. Right. This was yeah. after this video. No, no, this no. is a reunion concert. Just oh, this I week. See. That was a long time ago. When yeah. Dimebag died, we talked about it. it was eighteen years ago. Me and Kirk. Eighteen, 18 years, years ago. So this one here is Zach Wild filling in on the guitar and Charlie Benanti from Anthrax playing drums. But when I saw this video on TikTok this morning. So Zach was playing with Pantera. Yeah, he's playing. The, he's the only one they said they would allow. Him and Dimebag were best friends, right? They, oh. were, they were they were best, best friends. So he's the only one that would. And that's who you see there. Worthy the, of playing. Yeah. His, his but this what you're seeing right there, that. People don't realize those kids, man. Man, that is crazy. They can take over the. You could take over the town with that kind of energy, man. It's it's some. I just don't. People realize that the passion that these kids and people like me have for this kind of music, like you don't see that at a Eagles concert. Like I said, it's packed. But you, I mean, these people. This is nuts. This is full out. There, it looks like there's two or three mosh there pits is. going. There's three and. These kids, people don't give the respect that these kids, they just figure, oh, they're just kids acting a fool. But, man, this is this shows you the power. This is, of, of music. This is the power of music, man. Right. I mean, it brings this that kind of out of you, and that's what I love. And me and Scott talk about it all the time. This is what we, you know, we're passionate about. Is that about true festival seating there? Is yes, that the, 100%. There's no seats down Not there, a seat. Not, not a, a seat, seat to be found, my friend. That's just right. as open as you come. <laughs> right. All right, well, there we have it. Another uh, mostly motorsports in the books. Far more rowdy crowd than the Travis Tritt concert. That's what I was, was going to say. I was getting ready to ask you, Kurt. You went to Travis Tritt this weekend, didn't you? Yeah. How was that? He, he was great. The crowd, you know, is much my age now, so that bunch that of old farts. People didn't get rowdy. No. At the Travis how, but Tritt, but how was he? We talked about. He was he good? He was good. Did he? Was he injured? Me and you talked about maybe he. No, he okay. kind of running out on stage, seemed fine. To had, I, you know, it looks like he's had a little yeah, plastic surgery. Yeah, but after we talked, me and Kirk talked. We thought we heard he'd had a car accident or something, oh. or something, and and he was going to continue with the tour, but we didn't know exactly how injured he was. So Kirk was, he said, he goes, I don't know if he's coming out on a, with a walker. Or no, a, he was. He looked normal to me. So that's good so, to hear that he didn't. Packed house. Wow. Well, I like hearing the packed house. Where was that at? Ameristar? Ameristar Casino. Love hearing local music and people actually showing up. It makes me so sad when bands come to your town and you don't do the serve. You know, if you're a fan, go see that band. You know, it's it's sad, man, because some of these guys, this is how they make their money now. There's no money to be had by selling records, and it's by selling T-shirts and touring. Like the old days, and right. so go out there and support those bands, man. I mean, that I loved hearing when Kirk told me the place was packed. I was like, "That's awesome! I'm glad to hear that." Because you don't know. Every time I go down there to see Ultra Bridge, yeah, it's packed. Like you said, you yeah. just don't know, man, how the local crowds are sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I'm glad to hear that local music is is uh, alive and well. well. He made comment about that. He said uh, during the pandemic that was Tough. really bad, you know. Tough yeah. time for everybody and Yeah, no doubt. People making money off of their craft, it's a really tough time. Yeah, no doubt. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in to Mostly Motorsports. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. Remember, December 23rd is going to be our last day for the daily show. Um and then we're I think we're leaning towards Mondays right now is the day. And no track talks coming up, too, for anybody that because we have holidays coming up. So no track talk on Christmas Eve and 
New Year's Eve. Yeah, we will have a show this Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Uh, not December 24th and 31st. We'll Those be off two we'll weeks. Off. Yep. We'll be off two right. weeks, right? Yep. And that's because they don't have enough help over there at 810. And they're just not running programming either. Right. They're not going to be, it's going to be all push and play over there like they do on those. One year we sent them a program to run, yeah. but they, they don't even, they don't doing, have enough help. They're over not there doing right that now. this time. Not, yeah. You know, it's Christmas. Let everybody take the time off, man. Yeah, no so. doubt. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll see you all tomorrow here on Mostly Motorsports. It's Auburn brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Um, Tomorrow, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. We'll, we'll, we'll find something to talk about. If you guys have a topic, drop a line on there, man, or right. email us. Right. We've got our Twitter, everything. Just a, a, extreme Speedway Action, uh, he's got a nice little story on there talking about, uh, about the races they had out in California last weekend at Paris. So uh, check that out. Check out his YouTube page as well. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, for Todd Surprise, for Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Mostly Motorsports.